welcome back to the Jill Lublin Show. So glad you're here. And today you're going to be so wonderfully connected to your brain and how it works and how you can be a better human being because we have John Asroff, a longtime friend and colleague. And I'm gonna tell you about him because he is so amazing. John is one of the leading mindset and behavioral experts in the world who has appeared numerous times with Larry King Live, Anderson Cooper, and on the Ellen DeGeneres Show. John has built five multi-million dollar companies, including taking one public on NASDAQ and growing Remax of Indiana to 1,200 sales exec associates and 4.5 billion a year in sales. He's written a new best-selling book in addition to two New York Times best-selling books, and he's been translated in 35 languages. He's been featured in 10 movies, including the blockbuster hit, the Secret, and Quest for Success with Richard Branson and the Dalai Lama. Today, John Asroff is the founder and CEO of My Neurogym, a company dedicated to using the most advanced technologies and evidence-based brain training methods to help individuals strengthen their mindset so they unleash their inner power and maximize their results. Welcome, John. Hi there, Jill, and hi there, everybody who's listening to us right now. Well, I am so grateful to have you. And, you know, I've launched this year of kindness. And one of the things, you're such a brilliant uh, brain-based specialist. And I, I want you first, if you might, to talk to us about kindness, the brain, how we can have more kindness and a better brain. Ah, the brain and kindness. So I think everybody's very, very familiar that there are um, you know, reward circuits in the brain. And anytime, for example, if we eat something sweet, you know, this reward circuit in our brain activates and we feel good. Uh, by the same token, if something, let's say really negative happens to us uh, that may be painful, then those circuits activate. So when we're talking about kindness, we're talking about circuits that turn on and off and circuits that release neurochemicals into our bloodstream that cause us to feel a certain way. Is it possible that when somebody's being kind to us, where we feel appreciated, when we feel loved, when we feel accepted, when we feel good, that's the result of this reward system kicking in and maybe releasing dopamine, serotonin, maybe oxytocin, the love neurochemical? Well, the answer is, of course. Now, not only does that happen when we are receiving loving, kindness, care, and comfort from others, but when we actually give a nice compliment, a smile, a hug, a, a nod, uh, anything that shows kindness, whether it's to an animal, a plant, a human being, the environment, ourselves, we are activating that reward neurochemical part of our brain that we become addicted to it. Now, why is that important? Well, the reward center of our brain is actually connected to the motivational center of our brain. The motivational circuits in our brain are connected to the behavioral center in our brain. So when we are doing or receiving anything in the realm of kindness and loving and care, those circuits that perpetuate more of that 
get activated, reinforced, and then we look to do and receive more of what makes us feel great. So it's an all around winning formula for everybody. And gratitude falls into that place as well. Yes. Oh, I love that. You know, one of the things I, I love to tell people is you have to practice a conscious act of kindness every day. And, and you just made my case for it, right? So, so I love the, the, that. The neurochemistry of kindness. Oh, I love that. And, you know, um, in terms of if we don't feel like it, John, you know, I mean, you're just having that grumpy kind of day or something's going awry. What do you recommend? How can we change that brain to create more kindness to get better? So there's something that I teach all of my students around either negative, um, disempowering, or even destructive self-talk. Whenever I hear myself saying, I really don't feel like it, I say to myself, okay, I know you don't, but just do a little bit anyway. Now, why is that an important little skill? Our brain is basically lazy. It wants to conserve energy. So if we're tired, if we've had a long day, a long week, if things aren't going our way, then we really don't feel like doing certain things. However, when we allow that little voice to control us, one time is not a big deal. Twice, not really that big of a deal. However, our brain learns patterns. And if we allow us to do that one time, two times, three times, then it's easier for us to do it a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. So everything that we do or don't do has consequences. So what pattern do you want to reinforce? The I don't feel like it pattern. When we develop a pattern of I don't feel like it, I don't want to right now, your brain remembers, but not only does it remember, it formulates a neural pattern that if you do it often enough, it becomes automatic to do that. So I like to be aware of my positive, negative, constructive, destructive, empowering, disempowering patterns, and then deliberately shift as many as I can to tilt it, them in my favor so that I'm happier, healthier, wealthier, more giving, more kind, etc. So when we develop the identity and the characteristics of somebody who can override the I don't feel like it pattern in our brain, now we're developing trust with ourselves. Now we're developing more self-confidence. Now we're developing more certainty. Now we're developing more personal power to override a I don't feel like it message that pops up into our head because we're not our thoughts, we're not our emotions, and we're not our behaviors. We have those and we can deliberately and consciously evolve ourselves based on the new science of neuroplasticity and automaticity that says that anything that repeat, that we repeat becomes an automatic unconscious pattern that runs itself. So which do you want? Do you want to let your, I don't feel like it, mind control you in self-talk or the one that overrides that is in, in control? That's character building. I love that. I love that. It's a really good thing to be in practice of, right? Especially as we're all in these intense times that we've been in. And, and so some and, people, and, yeah, please. Uh, sorry, I, I, you, you said something that I want, I want to piggyback on. It, it, it's something we, might, we, we should practice, right? I want everybody to think about this. Practice is what makes permanent. Mm -hmm. 
So if you practice the wrong things, the wrong things become permanent. If you practice negativity, it becomes permanent. If you practice destructive thoughts or emotions or behavior, it becomes permanent. You can shift the permanence of it through deliberate focus and mindfulness and, and a shift in, 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 in what you do. But I want you to just remember, if you practice, I can, then you can. If you practice, I can't, you can't. If you practice kindness, you will develop a pattern for practicing kindness. Oh, I love that. I love that. And, and, you know, John, as we all know, obviously with everything that's been happening, people are feeling more anxious, more, more of a lot of things, right? I mean, I hear a lot of things from different folks, but what do you recommend in this time, particularly uh, that we stay centered, grounded, helping our brain and training, even though we might be home or lockdown or whatever we got going on in our lives with multiple responsibilities and kids and everything else. People sure. got so, so behind me, you see uh, Einstein, and then you see Frankenstein's monster over my left shoulder. Now, Einstein is the part of our brain called the CEO, the executive director, and the left prefrontal cortex, one of the newest parts of our brain that's developed over the last 35 to 50,000 years. Our Frankenstein brain, though, has been evolving for 2 million years. It's the part of our brain that is looking at what's happening in the physical world right now, uh, coronavirus, businesses closing, jobs, people being laid off, uh, uncertainty, doubts, fears, anxiety. And that part of our brain is consistently looking for information on television, radio, uh, on, on the internet, on podcasts of what's wrong, what could happen? Uh, how do I protect myself? What if I get this? What if I lose my job? What if I lose money? What if I lose my health? And it's focusing on what if negative. Now, that's really no different than having gas and brake on your car. Your gas is a go signal. Your brake is a stop signal. Well, that part of our brain, that Frankenstein's monster, as I call it, if we let it control the show, then we're going to be focusing on all of the negative, disempowering, possible uh, negative consequences that can happen. But what we have to learn is we cannot allow our environment to control us. We want to stay in a calm, responsive state versus a stressed, reactive state. And that means that we have to learn how to control our nervous system. Because when you think about your brain as an organism, at the base of your brainstem is a nervous system with a sympathetic for fight, flight, freeze, or faint, or a, and that's the sympathetic nervous system, or a parasympathetic nervous system that can be activated so you can be calm, so you can respond better. So regardless of our outside circumstances, if we, for example, every hour stopped what we were doing at three minutes to the hour, and we took six deep breaths as slowly as we could in through our nose, and then breathe out through our mouth as if we're breathing out through a straw. I call that take six, calm the circuits. And if we practice that once per hour, and then we did what I call as inner size number two, which is called AYA, A-I-A. And AYA stands for awareness of your thoughts, emotions, feelings, sensations, and the behaviors that you've been taking for the last 15, 20 minutes. Awareness without 
judgment, blame, shame, guilt, or justification, just pure awareness. When we observe our pattern and then we set an intention, what's my intention for the next 15 minutes? Well, my intention is to be calm. My intention is to do this. My intention is to move away from that. My intention is to feel this. Great. That's my intention. Great. What's one small, positive, constructive step I could take right now to move me towards what I want instead of focusing on what I don't want? So now we've done take six, calm the circuits to deactivate the stress circuit, activate the calm circuit. We've done a mindfulness exercise in AYA, awareness, intention, action, where I'm aware of the pattern. I set the intention and now I'm taking action towards what I do want. Now I've recalibrated my brain's circuitry and reinforce the new empowering pattern. Um, all of what I just shared is from my, my latest book, which I think I've shared with you called Inner Size, The New Science to Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. And we have so much more control when we realize I have a brain, but our brain or my brain is doing certain things in certain order to keep me safe, to keep me away from pain or discomfort, to conserve energy before it focuses on gaining pleasure and operating from that reward center. So when we start to use our brain better, focus on self-kindness, compassion, uh, compassionate towards oneself and others, um, and doing those acts of kindness, starting with self and uh, outward facing as well, and focusing our energy and attention on what we want, we now start to be happier, healthier, more focused, more aware, and in action towards our goals and dreams. Oh, I love that. And I love how simple you make this, you know, so thank you for taking a, a very, you know, complicated subject and bringing it to simplicity. I, I really love that about you. And I'm going to practice that breathing because I know we all need it, right? On my mobile phone, here's a little tip for everybody. On my mobile phone, I look at my day, okay, every morning and I go to my calendar, you're going to see I have a, a variety of different times that I could just set my alarm for the day. Depending on my appointments, I try and set about eight times or my little bell goes off. And that's usually before an appointment that I have or right after one. And I just do those two inner sizes. There's a few more that, that, that we do, but I, for, I do the first two. Why? Because when I do inner size one, I deactivate the Frankenstein brain and I activate the Einstein brain. When I do inner size number two, I'm using my higher cortical functions to retrain my brain, which then alters my thought patterns, my emotional patterns, and my behavioral patterns. And usually, you know, I'm training it to be better. So think of it as inner size for your mind, like you do physical exercise for your body. Mm. And set those alarms, right? Like real practical, tactical Just, no, it's, it's so simple. It's so easy to do it. And then you end up with a lot more control. You end up with a lot more choice. It's, it's what people I think realize, but don't practice is it's awareness that gives us choice. And it's the choice that then gives us the freedom because now we're not in a reactive automatic cycle that may be disempowering us. Mm. Thank you, John. Thank you really for making this so much simpler. And, you know, I know you're an amazing man full of great information, and I would love our listeners to be able to connect to you. Do you have a way uh, or something you'd like to give away to them? 
um, give away as far as a gift? Yeah, a free gift or a way to connect so that they can, uh, shall we say, get into all of your great information. Sure. Um, I, I do a lot of free training. Uh, so every Tuesday on my Facebook fan page, I do a live 30-minute training uh, with Q&A on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live. So they can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, if anybody's interested in finding out more about my latest best-selling book, they can go to ignitemybrain.com. It's called Inner Size, The New Science Unlock Your Brain's Hidden Power. And ignitemybrain.com, they could read about it and then order on Amazon. I have a YouTube channel. I'm on Clubhouse now. Um, it's like I'm on all the social media channels. And then my company's name is Neurogym. And uh, our website is myneurogym.com. And we do free trainings every Saturday as well. Um, basically six, seven hours of brain training with me and five other brain experts. Um, and it's called the Brainathon. And again, I'll, you can get all these, all these links. It's uh, brainathon123.com. Oh, I love that. Thank you. That is great resources. And I am so grateful that you've been here today with us to help uh, all of our listeners expand their brain. <laughs> we have, every one of us has a hundred billion dollar biocomputer that we own. Now it's time to upgrade the user's interface and the way you use your brain. I love that, John. Thank you. Thank you, Jill. And thank you everybody for watching once again and so grateful that you're here today. Uh, please go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift for a fabulous uh, downloadable great publicity tips for getting your message out because remember you're the messengers and your message matters. Thank you for watching everyone. We'll see you next time.